Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Let's Chat Live, a show where we do weekly live interviews and connect you to the voices beyond the behind the podcast that you want to listen to. I am part of your host, Bree, producer and kind of cre- co-creator of Let's Chat Live. And today we have one of our favorites, Dwight Hurst of the Broken Brain podcast. Um, Dwight and I have been Hi, working everybody. for what, over a year together on and off. And this is our first episode together. Yeah, it is. You you just asked me the other day, you were like, hey, should we have we hosted together? And I, my first thought was we must have, but right? no. No, me and Ben did, and then I think I was alone because you know I'm always on when Chris bails. That's right. poor Revel. Um, well, yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast and kind of like what you do? Because you're not just a podcast; you're you're a producer. Yeah, yeah. We're so much more. No, uh, my main show, the podcast that I do, is called The Broken Brain, and it's about psychology and culture, basically. That's my background: is uh, working in mental health therapy and counseling, and try to to make sure that we bring out what's interesting about the world and the way that we look at it psychologically and then of course uh you me and chris we work together with uh pop collar productions is a uh something that we're new that we're getting off the ground in order to uh, put together some shows that we're producing we got a couple of good podcasts up and running already there's uh, a wiseman method about uh, detox and opioid dependence we got the rise today inspirational podcast and then we're I know that's not what the show is about, but we're we're working out that uh, show for Selwyn Jones, George Floyd's uncle, who's been that's working great. with us. So, so we've been doing some cool things. Yeah, awesome. Good for us. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Work. Like, why aren't we, we just wanted everyone right to know that we rock at the beginning yeah. of the show. Yeah, and speaking of rocking, um, before we bring on our amazing guests, I just wanted to mention the Let's Chat Live Club really fast. It's an online community to empower content creators and creatives to monetize their passion projects while making industry connections where we build and help strengthen their brand, offer classes, we have networking opportunities, and we can help with your content needs. And you can check us out at letschatpodcast.net. And I just today had somebody on Facebook who said something nice about you, and uh, and then and you you had said something as well about something we got to work on, and man, I jumped on there and just said, you know, anything that Bree does, she does really well, so everybody ought to ought to be part of this because the rest of us help out, we pretend, but really, you know, if you want uh, advertising, social media stuff, Bree is the one to do that for you. So you're so sweet. Why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? For That's right. Today. I I'm super excited. Bree had told me about this. Not only do I get to to host, which I always love, uh, but today we're going to have uh, Will and Gabriel coming on. They are the creators and hosts of the Lost Boys to Found Fathers podcast. Uh, it's a podcast made by fathers who have children who are now in heaven, and they're on a mission to encourage other dads to have gone through loss and grief as well. So. Um, this is a powerful one, and I'm really just grateful to be here uh, and to meet them. Absolutely. So why don't we, uh, yeah, bring them in and let's see how they're doing. Hi, Glenda. They were in the green room. We have a splendid hey guys. spread for people. We hey have guys. coffee mm. back here and everything. <laughs> good. The Spice Child was the best. I'm going to recommend that. Oh, nice. The only <laughs> downside is you have to provide it yourself because it's at your home. That is uh, good. It was good. <laughs> I see. So, so hot. <laughs> You're so sweet, Glenda. <laughs> Glenda is like our ultimate fan. We love her so much. She's mm-hmm. helped all the like podcasts that we have on Twitter. She's helped. She's always watching. She's always promoting and talking about it. So we are happy to have you here, Glenda. 
Oh, and we are also happy to have Will and Gabe. Hey, yeah. yeah, thank you all so much. So nice to meet y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah how long? Uh, yeah. How long have you been doing your show? We started back in December. Uh, it's been kind of a, a journey getting there, but uh, I guess we talked about it what in August or something like that. And uh, it took us a little while to put it together. It took a little encouragement, I guess, to actually move forward with it. And uh, it seemed a little daunting, at least for me, to like record my voice and have people listen to it and critique it. And so uh, it took a little bit to get there. But yeah, it's been going on since December. And we, are, we actually, just before we got on with y'all, we recorded an episode and that was our 14th. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Some podcasts get into it. They're like, yeah, I'll go home about it. And then after the third episode, they're like, this is like mm-hmm. a lot harder than mm-hmm. I anticipated. That's true. Yeah. And just putting yourself out there, like you said, I think it takes a certain amount of courage, well, for anybody to do anything public, but especially, I mean, you guys are really becoming quite vulnerable uh, through this process. Yeah, man. And I, and I think that's kind of why we, that's our driving force, you know, because when we went through what we went through uh, individually, you know, we didn't have really anything like this that was out there. And so that was for me, that was like 16 years ago for Will, that was just about a year and a half ago. And so when he was looking around internet, bookstores, whatever, just nothing really targeted to dads, mm-hmm. you know, that had gone through something like that. And so, you know, we know how much it would have meant to us to have some other men to talk to that had been down this journey or to, to at least listen to them share their story, which is what we're trying to do. And, and, and so that really pushes us. So we're like, man, here's all the things, you know, that we've that we went through that we struggled with and so we're this will's done a great job just getting us a a lot of uh content ready and he's really putting it all together and then we're so we're, we're going to be on for for a while we hope that's good to hear so for someone who hasn't heard of your podcast yet can you give us like a a short blurb about who you guys are and what your show is about um, if you listen to the podcast, you'll find out it's hard for me to give a short blurb about anything. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, like Gabe said, uh, both of us have lost children. Uh, Gabe had triplet girls back in uh, 05, and uh, they lived. Uh, uh, yeah, a day, uh, three weeks, and three months. Yeah. And uh, my wife and I had a son born. Uh, September 30th of 2019, he was born on his due date. He was still born and everything was, you know, totally normal up until then. Didn't have any, any expectations of anything going wrong. So we really just, like Gabe said, we looked out for something else. You know, I, I remember when I went to the hospital, like I took my Bible with me cause I'm like, I don't really know what else I'm going to do, but I guess I'm just going to read the Bible. And tried to find like Bible apps and stuff like that, where you could find like a reading plan for stillbirth or miscarriage or something, or, you know, looking for an app or podcast. And, and there was a lot out there for mothers. And like, we both said like, that's awesome. Like we're really glad that there, there are those resources out there, but it was just kind of weird listening to it as a father and being like, you know, I didn't, the child didn't grow inside me. I didn't feel and move. And, you know, I don't have that same relationship. And so the loss isn't exactly the same. It's, it's more, I guess we've talked about, like it's more a loss of expectations and hopes and dreams and plans than it is like a loss of the person that you felt inside you. So we just kind of talked about that and prayed about that. And like I said, I think we met in 
an August of last year. And my original idea was to try to get like a group together, like a support group for men. And uh, we, we met the two of us in the pastor at our church. And he's like, man, with COVID going on, it's not the greatest time to be doing a support group. So yeah. maybe you could do something else. And uh-huh. so we talked about it. And I think I just threw out, like, maybe we could do a podcast one day. And Gabe latched onto that and was like, man, we need to do that. And, and today's I kinda, the Yeah, today's the day. So, yeah, it's been, it's been really cool to see how we've, we've kind of, as, as you can already see, it's hard for me to give a short blurb. But... Uh, it's, uh, something that we've tried to, um, we've tried to just go through, like, what did we experience and what would we have liked to hear, like to have heard, um, and kind of just walk that out, like everything from like Christian theology to just like practical experiences of how to maintain a good relationship with your wife or to, be kind to people who mean well when they say, I'm sorry for your loss. And you're like, you don't know anything about my loss. What are you talking about? You know, so yeah. it's, it's practical. <laughs> it's and, yeah. So yeah. And there's a lot more, like we've already sat down and probably written out ideas for like probably 20 or 30 more episodes. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. Wow. Nice plan. Wow. Is there one of, is there more of a planner and then more of a social media person between both of you? Will, what are your doing, roles? Will, Will is doing all that. Will is like, <laughs> he's our planner, which is amazing. And then he's handling our social media stuff, which is also amazing. And then um, basically I just uh, plug in the computer and I'm there to like bounce stuff off of. So yeah. There's hey, somebody's got to get power to that computer, you know? Yeah. That's yeah you got to yeah. plug it in, you know? Absolutely. He keeps all of our computers now are on. Yeah, yeah. So that works. So, so I did yeah. my job. He he certainly keeps it from being me monologuing for forty five minutes, and that's probably appreciated by everybody. But yeah. uh, my, yeah. my my nephew, like he had done a little mini podcast, like a, I guess a year or so ago. He recorded about five or six episodes when he was still a college student, and so he kind of knew how to do some of this stuff as far as like, you know, recording and getting some mics and whatnot. And so I was just like, look, bro, you're not doing yours right now. Let me have all your stuff and show me how to use it. And that's so, awesome. That's a good way so, to approach it. Yeah. 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 So that's how we got it. I've got his bag of stuff upstairs and uh, he's letting us use it. And he kind of helped us, you know, learn how to, to get into garage band and records. That's what we're recording with. And we were using some of his, fancy mics that he bought but tonight we just actually used like some lavaliers um when we were recording with a little mic splitter and it sounded great yeah. so i think we're going to go to that you know because it sounded better than our other ones <laughs> yeah, kind of oh, no. isn't it funny when you get you get a setup and i've done probably all of them over the years where you collect stuff and then you're like oh this usb mic seems to work fine <laughs> yeah. it said or maybe all that stuff wasn't uh, there what did, did you guys find a lot of, uh, you, there's the technical obstacles and learning how to do it, but I'm curious about the emotional obstacles. Was it daunting at all to approach this and say, boy, I'm really, I mean, I'm just, I'm just bleeding out in the open here. Uh, uh, here's my grief and my experience. Did you find that to be intimidating or healing or what was, what was that like? You know, I would, I'll jump in there first. Um, you know, again, 16 years removed, you know, from that. And then we had a miscarriage about a year and a half after that. And so I, you know, I've, um, I've had a lot of years, you know, to kind of deal with that. And if, if, 
have had an opportunity to communicate with uh, several men over the years, friends, you know, that ended up going through the same thing. And so, you know, I've had that opportunity, I guess, to open up and be vulnerable. Um, spoken a couple of different times, you know, publicly um, about, you know, loss from a dad's perspective and that kind wow. of thing. And so for me, it wasn't that that difficult. Um, and I, I wrote a book. If that's okay, I'll give a quick little shout out. Uh, it's called it's called Thou Will Be Done. Um, you can look at thouwillbedonebook.com. Uh, so, you know, that was very therapeutic, like you mentioned just a minute ago, Dwight, um, to get those words down, you know, in that book. And so I've been able to process this for uh, a number of years. And so to put myself out there emotionally, you know, wasn't that difficult. But I'll let Will answer that. Yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, you know, like we mentioned, we're we're both Christians, and this is a, a podcast from a Christian perspective. And you know, we we want there to be something positive that that came from the lives of our children. Mm-hmm. And you know, we, I guess, and this is kind of a side note that I don't want to get into. But it's not it's not my story to tell. But I have a a friend who, not long before the podcast started he and his wife had miscarried like five or six months before. And basically that kind of created a, a division between them that like they were grieving differently and I guess couldn't, yeah. couldn't communicate with each other. And so it eventually ended in an affair and divorce. And so that to me was kind of like something, not that our podcast is going to fix marriages, you know, like we don't, we don't claim to have that kind of power but we want there to be a resource out there for someone that maybe is hurting, maybe like kind of our, our uh, thought process is like, you know, guys, not all guys, but some guys are probably going to be too prideful to admit that they're hurting or they're grieving and they don't want to talk about this with their wife because like their wife is crying all day and they don't know, you know, I haven't cried yet. And so like, how am I going to relate to her? And so this is going to get weird. She's going to get awkward and, so we wanted there to be something out there. And I think like you mentioned too, it has been healing. Like for me being, <clears throat> excuse me, being a year and a half out, uh, it's been something that I was a history major in college. And so like, I like, I go down rabbit trails and I research here and I look down there. And for me, like to, to write these episodes, like the notes and to do them well, I want to make sure everything we're saying like lines up with what the Bible says and that I'm using quotes from C.S. Lewis or quotes from here or there. And so I have to do a lot of reading and studying and praying before we do the podcast. And so I think it's been helpful for me to process through things, I guess. And, um, and also kind of to reflect on like, where was I when it first happened and try to get back in that mindset of like these guys maybe may someone like Gabe that's 10, 15 years out, or maybe someone like me that's a year or less. And so I just, I think all of that, that it's hard, but it's also, it's been rewarding to see yeah. you know, people that have not, we don't, we don't have a huge following yet, but yeah. uh, it's been cool <laughs> to see the few people that have reached out and been like, man, you know, I listened to that first episode and I was crying the whole time because that's what I went through too. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that makes it worth it that if, if it's being used to encourage or, you know, one person, then it's worth the time. That's it's so interesting. Great. Yeah. When you say that, do you think, 
what are some of those obstacles for men? Is it just kind of the way we're taught to be that we're supposed to be too tough to, we're supposed to be the comforter, not the comforted. Yeah, brother. I think so. I mean, man, you look at every male figure that we've ever watched in movies, you know, from John Wayne to, you know, the Bruce Willis characters, you know, and Die Hard and all that. I mean, there was, right. There's no emotion with those guys. And so we, you know, man, I, I felt like such a chump. I remember this vividly, like, crying, you know, weeping, sobbing at, at, in the NICU when one of our daughters was going through cardiac arrest, you know, she's a couple days old, and feeling like such a punk because I was crying, you know, because I was like, man, I'm supposed to be stoic in this rock and, like, you know, be there for my wife, you know, and it was, that's, there's nothing biblical that says I should be that way. We talked about it tonight that, you know, the Bible says Jesus wept. It says that a couple of different places, right? Like, but media that I've ingested my whole life from books or movies or whatever, you know, is, every, you know, you don't cry as a man. You don't cry. You suck it up and you do not cry. It don't matter if you break your leg in half on the football field, you better suck it up, you know? And so, yeah, um, right. so yeah I think that's the thing, man. It's like, that's just ingrained in us. And, and obviously there's some, there's some good to that. We don't want to eat a bunch of crybaby men running around, you know, but at the same time, when, you know, when you're going through something like this, like it's okay to grieve, right? It's okay to show emotion. Um, and then, and then we want to give the dudes the tools to be like, all right, now how, after you've expressed that emotion and felt that grief, what do you do now to pick yourself up and move forward for your wife, for yourself, for your family, for your community, for your job, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And communication is key. Like I, I know that statistics with losing a child, uh, the divorce rate is just higher because they can't, they can't cope. We told a little story on one of, I think in one of our uh, episodes about a girl that uh, approached us. She was a massage therapist in the, in the hospital after my wife had delivered and she uh, was giving my wife like a foot massage like as she was in her recovery room um, this was like a day or two after one of our children i guess after the first child passed away and she just said exactly what you said brie she was like look we had a similar situation with twins a few years ago and we did not communicate we shut each other out and our marriage did not last and she was like so please promise me and she and this girl didn't know us she, and this yeah. the first day we met her Oh she was like, promise me that you will speak to one another. Promise me you'll communicate even when you don't want to because I want your marriage to last. And, man, she was like an angel, you know, sent to us. And uh, still see that girl around town. I'm, I'm forever indebted to her because that was. Yeah. Hey, well, you see where tragedy is an opportunity to increase intimacy or an opportunity to be torn yeah, apart. That's what you say. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'd be. I'd be interested to hear like your broken brain podcast, what the psychology is behind that. But uh, yeah, it's really good. Twain's so easy to yeah. talk to. <laughs> I'm always like, Twain, this is going on. Like, well, I'm just... planning out. I'm already planning in my head about how to get Will and Gabe on my show. So uh... <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, it's an experience. I, I'm curious. Uh, what are some of the things that you've learned going through that process that have been valuable to you? Like, when you're, uh, you know, obviously, I, I, you know, and you said before, it's not the kind of thing you can nutshell, even just the topic of the show. But well, because grief isn't one of those things that you get through. I mean, you get through certain aspects of the suffering, but it's always with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, like I said, we just recorded a podcast. And that's one of the things we talked about is like, you're never going to be 
normal again as you were before. And <clears throat> I think, like Gabe said, you know, guys want to be want to be strong, want to be stoic, want to be like this immovable object that nothing that happens can change me or affect me. And that's yeah. just not like it's not a healthy way, and it's not a realistic way to get through grief. And we talked about if you <clears throat> if you do that, if you try to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, then you may be able to do that, but it's not likely to end and something positive and a better relationship with your wife, you're, you're a more committed employee, you're a better father to your living children. Like that's just, it's not likely to happen. And so I think that's something that, you know, you need to be mindful of when you're going through this is you have to well, let other people help you, whether that's you know, just a friend, whether that's your church community, your, your work community, whoever it is to be open. And I think for me, like one of the biggest things, that I've learned is like we said over and over again, just that you have to be willing to talk to your spouse, that your your most important relationships between you and God and you and your wife. And if you get those in a good place, then everything else is going to fall into its place. And if you ignore those things and you try to have, which I know there were times in my marriage where I was more interested in like going out and having fun with my friends than I was to spend the time with my wife. And that doesn't last very long that, uh, you know, it doesn't, you don't have a very enjoyable marriage. You don't have a good relationship with your wife. And then you start to see like you're having problems with your wife and you're, you're not as in a good, good of a mood to hang out with friends or to be a good worker. And then that crumbles and then just, it's a vicious cycle. So I think having that yeah. openness and that honesty and the vulnerability, like we said, it's just a really important thing to have in any relationship, but especially if you've been through a loss, like the death of a child. Yeah. yeah. And I think like things like trauma and PTSD and loss actually like brings people together as well, like with friends and uh, like yeah. my friend, Chris Revel, who did the, the lunch chat podcast. Like we started talking after like I had a traumatic you know, birth with my, my daughter with my, well, with my son and my daughter. Um, and then we kind of bonded over that <laughs> intense yeah. like moment. And cause his wife had a traumatic birth too. And so like through trauma, we were able to like be friends and like grow a podcast and also just like be humans. Like I would send his daughter <laughs> a little like flash to too, because it was adorable. So yeah, loss is, Gosh, I was talking to what D today and I was like, PTSD sucks. <laughs> it just yeah. I'm so mad. But um you no, know it's really a great point. Yeah. Like say you become you become immediately like bonded to some people that's been through what you've been through. Uh -huh. You know, like that. No matter what kind of yeah, if it's a similar situation like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like I've experienced that just in, in the community. I remember this one time I was taking my kids to a birthday party a few years back and they were, it was one of those like jump places with trampolines and the blow-ups and whatever yeah. um which as a chiropractor i don't love those places <laughs> <laughs> i see so many injuries from them well, i should love them i should advertise there i guess yeah. bro. Um, yeah, but hand out cards yeah i watched i saw a kid bust his arm on one of those things while my kids were playing on one in one of those bouncy places. Oh my goodness. It, 
freaked uh, me out too. I, I just was like, oh no. Oh, see, I'm hitting the microphone. I'm so traumatized. Right, that's right. Well, <laughs> but go ahead. Was, you were seeing, yeah, you mentioned so, you were yeah. seeing them bounce. Yeah, so we were in there uh, in the in this place and we were just kind of making small talk with some of the other parents. And this lady looked at me and she's like, are you, are you Gabe O'Sullivan? And I was like, yes, ma'am. And I was like, oh, crap. What did I do? You know, kind of thing. She was like, the one was that like, wrote this the, is the police. No. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. She's like, the one that wrote the book. And then I was like, yes, ma'am. And then she immediately like burst into tears and just Aww. ran over and, and hugged me. And, um, you know, never seen this lady in my life. Um, but something in that book, you know, spoke to her because of the situation that she had been through with her husband and their kid, you know, whatever. And um, so just what you said, Bree, like that, that trauma can, can bring people together, you know, that's, for sure. I just want to jump in there quickly. Like, that's true. When you mentioned your book, like for me and Gabe, like, like really, he, we are the same church and I knew who he was, but like the way we got to know each other was right after we lost our son. I was kind of, I was looking for people to reach out to and to talk to and like, you know, have this relationship as to like, what did you do? How did you deal with this? And I talked to a couple yeah. different guys, but Gabe is one of the guys that I talked to probably just weeks or a month or so out. And um, I guess we didn't really talk but like once or twice, but Gabe, stayed in touch with me probably more than any of the other guys who would just text me randomly on a Wednesday morning and be like, Hey man, praying for you and your wife. And when I found out that he wrote a book, I read it, read the book and I'm, I like have sticky notes of like, I felt this and all that. And I have like, if you look at my copy of the book, it's got like 60 sticky notes in it of like, I felt that this is the time when that happened. And I just got all these things throughout it. And I really, like reading the book, I was like, yeah, this guy gets it. You know, he, he understands what, what I've been through and he's a cool guy I want to keep talking to. And so that's why whenever we did start, you know, whenever I started thinking about doing something, a, a support group or whatever, he's one of the guys I wanted to include. And that Thank kind you, of man. turned into this. <laughs> yeah. the, he's the first person to ever call me a cool guy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, can we get a recording of this? Because I need to tell my 14-year-old daughter. Hey, like, you got one oh, no, here. Let's, let's, record. Let's, <laughs> let's call her. Let's get her to watch, to play the tape back. That's, yeah, that's right. It's, well, it's one of the things that, I mean, technology in general, it's got a lot of uses, uh, all of which are good, as it turns out. And, uh, no, one of the definitely good uses of technology uh, is the ability to reach out. And I feel like the COVID crisis, as you said, kind of trying to find some positivity and some tragedy, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that it's done is you take, y'all would have had a, maybe a support group of a couple people sitting on some folding chairs in a gymnasium. This is the, the picture that I'm putting together of the, the movie about the alternate reality of your lives. <laughs> but, um, you know, and what do you get there? You get probably a good number of people, great experience and all that. And as it turned out, you weren't able to do that and look what's been born from it. You know, I mean, you'd already, uh, Gabe, you'd already put your book out there to reach people, but, you know, you have a much bigger gymnasium and a lot more folding chairs that, you yeah. know, that are out there yeah. <laughs> because of that's the podcast. Awesome. That's a great yeah. one. That was, that was nice. Right. Mm -hmm. Makes me think of anger management with Adam Sandler Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we talked about a little bit about your experience in podcasting is from your your friend 
Or is it your nephew? Nephew? Yes. Nephew? Yeah. Yeah. So, did you have any other podcasting experience before you got started? Like, you said Listening. no equipment or anything? Yeah. Listening, Listening to, to podcasts. That was That's about it. it. Yeah. yeah. So, we just, you know, I had this computer and he let us borrow all his stuff. And on you know, his first episode, he showed us how to use the uh, GarageBand app. And how to plug in everything, and I tried to record it, you know, with my phone while he was doing it. So then, then on the second episode, when he was predisposed or exposed, yeah. like we just went back and was like, "Oh, let's watch the video again." What, yeah. what are we supposed to do? Probably took us what 30 or 40 minutes to get set up for that second episode. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And so <laughs> unfortunately, I hate to say this, but it doesn't sound amazing yet. We're still working on trying to learn how to mix it properly and you know do the whole production thing and all that. And so we're and then. The episode with the with our buddy Mr. Steve there, there was like this torrential downpour, yeah. and my office has like a skylight, and so like you hear oh, this, no. you know, rain. Yeah. It's so that one's man, I, I really feel bad yeah. about that. And of course, I have no idea how to fix that. Uh, I only uh, I only chuckle just because of memory shared. Speaking of shared trauma, here's the shared trauma <laughs> of podcasting. Um, yeah, yeah, having those those kind of uh, situations, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, it's, it's a good technique. They say, well, in, in business, it's a good technique to find a dearth of something and then fill it. Right. And say, oh, there's, that's not here, but even more it's amplified, right. When there's heart behind it and you guys uh, definitely, as you put it, you know, you found out that when you looked for resources, you didn't, uh, you didn't find a lot of resources for, for dads and for men. Mm-hmm. And uh, to create that, I think that's a really powerful thing. Um, because I mean I don't know how, y- how y- y'all feel. I know as a man, sometimes there's that b- that obstacle you mentioned of we're supposed to be tough, and and when you find that, like if it's a bunch, you know, if I'm going to go to a support group and it's all moms who've experienced loss, I mean, there's a little part of me, and I think as a as a guy who tries to be a nice guy, I feel like I'm invading a little, right? I mean, like yeah. this is their space and they're talking. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get in and be like, oh, hi, I'll tell you all how to grieve or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what yeah. I'm going to be con- self-conscious of. Mm-hmm. And so you're creating a yeah. great conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, there's something that uh, I had never heard of until we lost our son, but it's a, I guess it's mainly in churches. It's a program called grief share. And uh, it's, I guess it's primarily like focused on like, I don't know, 60 plus year olds who have lost a spouse, but it's, it's like something that churches do and they have classes and it's got a workbook and all this stuff. And it's for really, it's just a, a big catch all of anyone who's went through grief. And my parents went through it and like my in-laws went through it. And so my wife and I went through it and it was good. Like it, there were things that were helpful, but like you say, it, it did feel weird when like Hannah and my wife and I are in there and we were I don't know, 28, 29 at the time. And like the next youngest person was, 40 something and then most people were like 65 or you know whatever 70 and so like you say it felt weird we're like there and they're talking about losing this person they've been with for 50 something years and we're like i don't really know how to add to this conversation or you know what what am i supposed to get from this and so yeah it, it did feel like like you say it wasn't our space and we didn't really know where we fit in there so that was kind of where the idea really the idea morphed out of that for the, the support group was like let's just do the same thing for our niche and right so it uh it kind of came out of that but I, I agree with you that it's it's tough to just go into one of these podcasts that like what i found after we lost our son was like 
I don't know the names of them, but there's several like Christian, non-Christian, you know, all sorts of different podcasts that are like for grieving mothers for miscarriage. And sure. it did feel weird. It was like, yeah, like, like you say, I'm listening on a conversation that's not for me. Mm-hmm. And it was almost just felt like, I don't really know what to do here. Yeah. Like, so right. I can't understand or relate to it as much. Valuable to learn, but then also having, there's an experience is what you're looking for, right? An experiential thing to say, sharing an experience and healing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, are you getting, uh, what kind of reaction have you got uh, when, as you've put it out there? Um, well, I guess I say, I don't know. I don't know how to track like all of our listens. So I'm not real sure what we're up to now. I, I track on Podbean. Yeah, it's not okay. a lot. So it's, I think yeah, we have like part. 260 yeah, you know, downloads like or listens or whatever all over all 13 episodes. Probably just uh, our moms. Yeah, I was re- gonna re-clicking, say. Re-clicking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. I know my mom's listened to them, and so yeah, she's probably good at least, idea. Like, I gotta tell my listeners to do that. Yeah, just play. You don't even have to listen. Just moms. like silence your phone <laughs> and press play. Yeah, uh, just bump those like numbers rebel. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I think it's going well. I, I talked to my wife about it last night about, you know, how we feel about the podcast and, and what, what our reach is, like you asked. And there are two guys that one was referred by a neighbor and the other guy was someone that I guess was connected to my mom's church. And I know both of them have recently lost a son and one of them commented like i said earlier on on one of our posts and just said you know i listened to this first episode and i just can't stop crying the whole way through you know because i'm you know i'm glad this is here and it means a lot to me and i've been through this and the other guy he's going through he's got other things that are going on in his life and i've just been continuing to pray for him because he's he's got tons of things piling on top of other things but he's we're trying to reach out to him and and be there for him and uh, you know, like you said, you know, about having your heart behind it. I won't, I don't know. Gabe has an established career and he's great at it. I, I'm in a good career path, but I would actually love for this to be my job. Like I would love for this to be like a nonprofit that I could do forever because I feel like it's, it's worthy of my time. And I, I've always wanted to help people with it, know how to do it. Um, and to see those few little people like start trickling in that say that it means something to them to me makes it all more worth it just like the time that i spend preparing for an episode or you know whatever it is and it's been it's been neat to see you know like you go i go on facebook and look at the the reach whatever of your post and it's like it went from like the first week it was like 50 people 60 people and then it's like 600 people and like, i don't even know what a reach is i don't know if anybody actually saw it or they just scrolled past it but it's cool to see the numbers go up yeah. so yeah. yeah it's cool and well and then one of the nice things about podcasts is as you all know as listeners right uh i think everybody does this where you find one you like it and so you go back and, and listen it's nice to have those sitting there so when someone comes across it they can find the benefit of all those mm-hmm. i don't know if we we really touched on like what's what's your format uh do you guys have guests or you talk to each other or just uh, uh yes you said you yes. had someone there when it was raining yes so he was our first guest we've got a list of other guests that we're going to have on um so the, but the other has just been us talking back and forth but we've got 
about five or six other folks that we know that we want to have on that we, you know, love and respect and have also been through the same situation and just want to, you know, glean some knowledge from them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of how we'd envisioned it was to have, you know, like we said, just some episodes of us exploring some practical concept, some theological concept from the Bible, and then interspersing that with like, let's do an interview with, like with Mr. Grant lost a, a child, the two children that were in their twenties. Mm-hmm. And so like, we wanted to expand that to have this, not just be a podcast about infant loss, but about the five-year-old 10, 20, 25 year old. And, you know, I, I, we, we actually got into that in the interview with Mr. Grant, like, is it, is it worse or what's the difference between losing a child at birth and losing a child at 25? But I think either way, what we came back to was you're losing a child and that's a unique death to experience. And I think it's something that you can, like we talked about earlier, bond with someone who lost a five-year-old, 30-year-old, you know, whatever. And the, whether or not you expect to lose someone, like if you know that they're going to die because they have cancer and then what if they pass away suddenly, the impact is still pretty traumatic. So yeah, I agree with what you said about losing a child, losing a child and Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter how, doesn't matter when, or if you knew or didn't know, it's you're gonna you're gonna grieve. And that's what we hope too, like Reeves, like that through this is that that there'll be stuff that people can take out of what we're talking about and apply that to any situation in their life that might cause them to go, What in the world just happened? You know, like where it's a where it's a, a PTSD type, you know, situation. It doesn't matter if it was the loss of a a relationship that was like to that person that wrecked their world, right? Mm-hmm. Or loss of a career or a job, or mm-hmm. some people are really vain, their nice car, you know, whatever the case may be. That there's something that they'll be able yeah. to glean from this and then attach it or apply it to other parts of their life just to help them, you know, move through the, the, the process. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a it's a holistic goal. Like when I when I sat down and wrote Again, I said, like, I'm a, I'm a words guy, I'm a history maker, so I actually wrote, like, a prospectus of what I wanted this group to be when I, when I took it to, to Gabe and our side. pastor. And so, like, the mission statement or whatever is it's a holistic view kind of of a man and what he should be as a father and a husband and a leader. And so we want to use the experiences that we've been through and what the Lord has done in our lives to encourage men and help them become better fathers, better Christians, and better husbands. husbands yeah. And uh, just to kind of go from there. And it's not just like, like Gabe said, deal with the, the loss of your child. And then with this podcast and the rest of it's, you know, whatever, it's you're on your own. We're, the hope for this podcast is that by drawing closer to the Lord and dealing with this loss in a positive way, the rest of your life will be changed as well. Goes uh, takes it a little to that deeper kind of feeling where we're all people, right? We're all yeah. uh, the the emotions we feel are very much the same, even though our situations are different. And I, yeah. that's where I think that's a great point because we, and it, it really does match to some of the, like the medical research they do with trauma is that it really touches everybody, um, and even in like modern therapies and stuff, they tell counselors and psychiatrists and you know to be what they call trauma informed meaning that you know you should be looking for that it's going to be there somewhere that uh, most people have a form of trauma one way or the other and 
So I think you're absolutely right in that you're addressing not only those who have had the specific type of loss, but who have who have had loss, right? Yeah. And I I had a question uh, about your your cover art. Um, I was curious. Just I'm always interested in how people get logos and things, and I don't know if I'm going to hold this up right. This is you guys, right? Cool. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's yeah, us. that's y'all. And and I subscribed. You can see it. Um, yeah. Proof, proof of subscription, but um, I'm, I am, I'm always curious. Did the art? Is there a meaning to that? Did uh, oh, where did man. you just settle on that? Super embarrassing to answer this question right here because we, <laughs> nice. have, we have we have a different logo that I had a girl maybe will bring it up yeah, that I had a lady made for us and it uh, somehow it didn't would not be accepted by Apple because it wasn't the right configuration or whatever. And so on Podbean, they just had like these 10 random things that you could find and I was oh. like, or that you could use that would work on those platforms. And I was like, bro, I can't get Apple to accept this thing. This girl's too busy to get our, to get our logo reformatted. I reached out to somebody else. I knew that does graphic design. They never replied back to me. And I was like, so I want to get these episodes up. So I'm, yeah. Gonna get yeah. this generic one right now, and we'll go back and fix it later. <laughs> that's so that's our, what it's supposed that's what to. Oh, there you go. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. I, I mean, it's funny because I like the other. It was soothing to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a gotcha moment. I didn't mean it to be like. No, hey, y'all. I'm with you. I did. I looked at that. And I was like, oh, that looks kind of manly, like maybe. earthy, like we're hiking through yeah. the desert somewhere there you in, in Utah. Maybe you know, stick, there you go. Yeah, we got <laughs> well, it's still. I'm gonna twist it, I'm reframing it, uh, to where I, it still is meaningful, though, right? Because just to what you said, and they, they always say when's the right thing, right time to do something is as soon as you can, that's the right time to do the right thing, right? Yeah, so yeah. you're like, let's get it out there. I can't get 3,000 by 3,000 formatting yes. on my picture right now. That's the magic yeah. number, podcasters, uh, all y'all oh, yeah. out there. I've googled it many a time. We can, we can, word. maybe we can help with, maybe we can help with that, Bree. Yeah, yeah. You, you, know, cool. you know how to do stuff. Yeah, you know how to do stuff too. <laughs> Bree has marketable skills, but, um, awesome. but anyway, I like, yeah, I like the, so, so maybe tell us what goes into that logo, the one that you want. Like, is, is that a compass on there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I'll show you that in that. Kind of the idea of the name will again was was will's uh there i give him credit for that is that you know we felt like when we were going through that situation we felt like we were lost boys like we couldn't find a way out of a paper bag we were in you know we were in walmart and we didn't know where our parents were right and we're we're screaming we're scared we don't want to you know that whole thing and then but through the healing process and through god's grace you know, for sure, then we became found fathers. We realized that we're not lost boys, that we still have a purpose, that even though our children were in heaven, we still were their father. And that realization was powerful and strong because initially, you know, we were like, oh man, we, we were dads yesterday, today we're not dads. You know, but then we realized, you know what, we still are dads. Our kids have just preceded us and gone on before us, you know, and and so that's where we're hoping to take these guys on a journey from feeling like a lost kid, you know, in a in a corn maze or in the Walmart, so to speak, and then really helping them realize, no, you 
what you went through had a purpose. Your kid had a purpose. Their life mattered. It was in that situation that you went through was not to destroy you. It was to make you better, bigger, stronger, more helpful. And then you can realize that you are still a father. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Powerful. That's that was strong. Yep. Mm. How do you follow up that way? Mm. <laughs> um, I, I pause and wait for Bree to do something. <laughs> what I do. Uh, yeah. No, we were looking forward to this this episode because you know I asked Dwight because you know he's a therapist. He does PTSD and trauma, and he's very good at what he does. And like, um. I met Stephen Grant through like a trauma related experience. I swear it just brings people together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And everyone has like a different loss. I lost my brother and sister and they're actually buried in Greenville where he lives. So I get yeah. to see them. So the, the trauma there is just, mm. it's just, you just, you can't put into words. Mm. And so I, I just, I commend you guys. It's fantastic that you're able to verbalize your feelings so well after such a short period of time, mm -hmm. right? Thank you. Um, yeah. So for someone listening to your podcast, where should they start? I know that the first three episodes are talking about like the experiences that you guys had. So should yeah. someone start there or? Yeah, the, the first episode was probably one of our longest. It was just like, the why really like, why are we doing this podcast? What's the hope for it? Like I said, we laid out the mission statement, the plan, all that stuff. And then the second episode, if I remember correctly, we got few enough where I can remember most. Uh, the second episode, I think I started with telling the story of, of our son's name was actually Gabriel as well. And, um, Aww. so yeah. Um, and told the story of, of, of Gabriel, and then I think the third episode was Gabe asking me questions about that and kind of exploring it some more. And then the fourth was Gabe telling the story of his girls. And so like, that's, I mean, you can jump in, I guess the, the fifth episode is when we start getting into like the, the deeper questions. But if you want to know who we are and you want to, to learn about our story and, you know, know about our children and, and know that we have been through the same loss that you have as a listener, then yeah, you probably should start at episode one, which seems yeah. easy to figure out. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Do you guys like end each episode with something like positive? Is there a way? Because I know that sometimes it's you talk about things and they're deep and you're sad and then you're in this place. But do you guys make it a point to leave it on uplifting note? I think. I think I yes. That. That, is, yeah. that is in it what we're trying to do, certainly. You yeah. know, it's kind of ended on a high note. Um, and then. If there's going to be a follow-up to that episode, then we'll, you know, remind folks like, hey, this is part one or part two or whatever of yeah. this, you know, mini series that we're going to do, and um, to hopefully leave a little bit of a teaser for the next mm -hmm. episode. We're trying to keep them in that thirty-minute or less time frame. Um, you know, we were thinking, hey, maybe that's somebody's average commute, you know, to work each day or to work and back from work, and so that way they'll have a, a little digestible you know, a bit of information to get as they drive. Yeah, which is another thing that Gabe brought to the podcast, because if it was me, I'd have like two and a half hour long podcasts of just <laughs> me talking the whole time. And I probably, like we said, my mom would be the one that listens to it and no one else. But uh, yeah, we, uh, I think like in writing the episodes, I think our, uh, I guess kind of my overriding thought process behind putting them together and what, 
like the goal is for each podcast and, you know, and the whole goal is to encourage, but also to challenge men to a certain extent. Like you are, you are a man, like Christian belief is that you have a place, you know, a role in the household, a role as a father, that you're, you're a protector, you're a provider, you're a leader. And so like you basically need to work through this, healing process and work through your grief so that you can be who you were meant to be. And I think that's like the challenging part, I guess, of the, of the episodes is, you know, we're, we're saying, you know, in love, of course, but we're saying like, you know, you need to be this, you need to love your wife. Like the episode we're going through right now is how do I relate to my wife? How does this loss, change our relationship as a husband and wife and what we're uh we'll give a teaser here well, i guess we did at the end of the, the last episode yeah. like the yeah. the next episode is going to be like practical things you can do to pursue your wife and when you're going through this loss this pain like you need to wake up every day and choose her choose to love her and like there's there's going to be times especially in grief but always as a human where you wake up and you're like I just don't feel in love today. I just feel like I'm going to have a bad day. I'm, my wife's going to get on my case or she got on my case last night. And I just feel like letting my mind wander or doing this or thinking that. And you have to wake up every day and choose. I'm going to write her a note and tell her I love her. I'm going to text her at 11 and tell her I love her. I'm going to, you know, whatever. I'm going to come home and I'm going to do the laundry so she doesn't have to do this or I'm going to do, you know, whatever. So it's like practical steps is one of the things we're about to go into that we're challenging the guys, you know, you need to be this. You, you can't just sit back and wait for your wife to get over this loss and then things are normal and things are good. You have to help her through it. You have to work and, and walk beside her. Yeah, it's a good I, practical stuff is I think that's a good way to engage people, but especially engage men in a way. It's like it's like you try to get men to talk about their feelings. You put a, a campfire in between them or something like that. Then suddenly yeah. they can poke it with sticks. That's something to do, and then they can talk. Mm -hmm. But uh, even True. better, you're giving them like tools to actually work on. Like, oh, there's that text I can do at eleven. Okay, I remember Will said that on the thing. I'm going to try that. You know, that's good. Really cool. Really cool yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've learned to ask writers this, Gabe. Uh, I don't know if, mm -hmm. if there is a, a straightforward answer to this, but a lot of authors do have this. Is there a place people can go to get your book that is better for you personally for them to purchase it from? <laughs> well, thank you for asking that question. Um, um, because I think I've yet to get uh, Amazon royalty um, in uh, 16 years. But um, uh, oh, no. that, that means that, well, maybe my wife just didn't tell me. I don't know. I can't, that could be okay. So, um, not really is the answer. I mean, I just I just have it listed right now on uh, Amazon, yeah, paperback okay. or e version. And um, but thank you, yeah, for asking that question. So. Okay. So we're gonna buy the <laughs> anything that trickles trickles back to you that way, or yeah. I guess you know the big thing now people are doing is going to independent bookstores and ordering there too to help them stay open. But mm -hmm. I don't know if that yeah. ends up more for you or less for you. Anyway, Man, whatever. I, I actually have no idea. I'm not been very astute in my business uh, savvy about that book. That's yeah. for sure. You can tell we're all in this for the money. 
yeah. but it's yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. See that roundabout way that we just highlighted? You're not. It's, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Well, thank you. Yes, <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, so I'm writing another book. Uh, hopefully it'll be out later this year. It's going to be called uh, From Panic to Peace or something in that regard. So just figured there was a lot of panic going on the past year and a half. And so giving folks, again, like you said a minute ago, some practical steps on how do I move from panic to peace. So yeah. hopefully I'll be out later. Awesome. That sounds helpful. <laughs> yeah. It helped me writing it. Very, uh, very, very helpful. Yeah. So one of our last questions, what do you enjoy most about podcasting? And what have you found that you enjoy the most is like, connecting with people or being able to, to reach people or. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it's a little of all of it. Like I talked about earlier, I'm kind of a, I was, I'm a history nerd and I guess like I'm a theology nerd. Cause it's like, I believe that Jesus came and died on the cross, but it's like, there's 2000 years of history of like, how do we work that out? And like getting into that, the learning, like, the problem of evil is like something people have been trying to come up with. Like, why is there evil for 2000 years? And there's classes on the problem of evil and everything else. So really getting into that and researching, is like giving myself an excuse to nerd out on those things. But also, I guess on a more uh, relational strain there, um, I want to be, and like I said, you know, earlier, this is something that I could foresee and hope could become more of a full-time thing for me. Um, I would love to be able to like meet these guys somewhere like in person or, or call. I've tried to make myself available. If, if anyone does want someone to reach out to and someone to talk to or someone to listen, that's what I guess is my prayer from this. And my hope is that the podcast will be something that isn't just, you can listen to us at work and, you know, if you're having a good day, that's great. It's helpful. If you're not having a good day, maybe you don't even feel like listening. I want to be someone that like can build relationships with these guys. And if they, if they're having that really bad day that they're just feeling like they can't make it through that day or they can't, you know, can't stand to go home to their wife who's crying over this, they could call me or Gabe or reach out to us and I'm willing to stop what I'm doing and, you know, call them back and talk to them or, you know, whatever. Just, I think, the thing to me is seeing life change and seeing hope through the loss. And, and I think that to me, that's kind of what, I, not exactly, but that's kind of what I always wanted to do when I was little. I was like, I want to be a knight. I wanted to help and protect and defend. And so it's like to, to see that there is, like we said earlier, a need out there. And if I can do my small part in, sharing love and hope with someone else that to me is is very fulfilling and very worthwhile yeah it's awesome man I, I would say you know from a personal standpoint it's just the idea that there might be some dude that's out there listening that hears something that he can relate to and it gives him a bit of an aha moment to make him realize that number one he's not the only dude that's ever felt that way you know, and at number two, here's some guys that's been in that boat that's got over that wave that he hasn't been able to get over yet. Um, and then, like Will said, to have that 
opportunity to hopefully pour into guys' lives, you know, not only just virtually, you know, but over the phone or whatever the case may be, you know, to let dudes know that, and we're here for you. We're here for y'all. You know, I, I know it meant the world to me when I had a, a, a guy that was, he was a pastor at church at the time that, I mean, I knew him, we were friends, but we weren't like great friends. And he would, he would make me go to lunch with him and make me talk to him. And I hated it because I did not want to talk about anything. It's probably so good for you. <laughs> yeah, but it was so good, Bree. I mean, it was so good, to, like you said, to, to be able to sit down and he pulled those emotions and he pulled those questions, you know, out of me. And if we can be that for other guys, hopefully, you know, actually communicating, email, phone, whatever, or at least them just hearing something that, you know, makes them understand that, Hey, you're not the only one that's ever been through this, and you you can get through it because we've gotten through it, and so hopefully that will be something that will um, that we'll see come from this. Wonderful, awesome. So, uh, see. y'all are awesome like by being thank here. Y'all, thank y'all. Y'all are yeah. Amazing. We're just uh, really grateful to have you here. I think that uh, along mm-hmm. the lines of I, what I hear for both of you when you say what's the best about podcasting, it's the excuse to talk to people. And uh, some of the coolest people I've ever met, and you guys are on the list now, so you know, are are because of podcasting, actually, because of uh, reaching out to and getting to to talk to people. I always say it's it's an excuse to call anyone in the world and say, "Hey, I heard about you, and I like what you're doing." And it doesn't sound like a stalker if you say, "I have a podcast. I have a podcast. Can you talk on it." If you don't end it with that, it sounds weird. They're like, yeah, "Okay, why are you calling me? How did you get my number?" But, um, so it's an excuse to meet cool people, and we're really grateful yeah. you're able to, able and willing to come on Let's Chat Live uh, with us yeah. today. It's been great. Yeah, Thank we're very y'all. thankful for the opportunity. So if someone wants to find out more about your show or how to listen, how can they do that? Well, you can find us on social media. You've got the uh, the Twitter run across the bottom there at uh, Boys Found. If you want to find us on Instagram or Facebook, you can search Lost Boys to Found Fathers, and we'll be on there as well. And uh, if you want to find us on your platform, I think we're on we're on Podbean is where we're casting from or whatever that you call that, pushing it from. And uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, and like Google Podcasts, I believe. So you should just be able to search Lost Boys to Found Fathers at any of those, and you can find us. Awesome. Right. And Dwight, where can we find you? Well, you can always find me uh, at Breakabrain on Twitter. I'll be, uh, I tweet about the episodes or come up with dumb jokes or tweet about, you know, get, getting little uh, spats about what's going to be in phase five of Marvel, you know, whatever. Um, and you can always uh, listen to the broken brain on anywhere that you get podcasts. And uh, yeah, we got, to, in fact, you you gave us a little narration for the next episode. Uh, we're talking about that, that, uh, ch- that family movie song of the sea, which also ties in with grief very, very directly. So and uh yeah, it's going to start uh, with with Bree giving a synopsis of the story, and then we talk, and then we'll talk about it. So, uh, you didn't tell me what it was for. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, wow. Again, this is a uh, Let's Chat Live. I am one of your hosts, Bree and Dwight, and with us we have Will and Gabe from the Lost Boys to Found Fathers podcast. You can learn more about our show at letschatpodcast.net and about our club at letschatpodcast.net, and you can find us on Twitter at Let's Chat Live. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And we hope you guys have a fantastic night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.